0: For UT Tyler Radio, I'm Mike Landis. You might have seen those yard signs all across the Tyler area in early September with the capital letters P-A-T-H on them, declaring PATH Week. PATH is an acronym for people attempting to help. Executive Director Andrea Wilson's mom was a PATH volunteer, and Andrea joined the organization nine years ago. She said it was like coming home. And Andrea Wilson is our guest today. Welcome. Thank you. Path Week in Tyler is a big deal. The yard signs everywhere were the first hint of that. Tell us about the mission and the vision of PATH.
1: Absolutely. PATH is a local nonprofit. We've been here in Tyler for 38 years working to alleviate poverty and prevent homelessness with a personalized approach, wanting to provide some hope to families
0: in need. Now, Path Week uh, is a huge fundraiser for the organization. Tell us about some of the stories that were shared during the celebration dinner for that event.
1: Yeah, absolutely. We had a guest speaker for our event, Dr. Elvis Francois. You may have heard of him. He became internet famous during COVID when he sat down at a piano during his residency at the Mayo Clinic. The
0: singing surgeon. The singing
1: surgeon, correct. And so he was able to come and share his message of hope and how music brings... People together from all walks of life. And, you know, what more do we need now in such a divided world than something to bring us together? And that's what PATH does every day of the week. 120 families a day we help with one service or another.
0: Were there some success stories as well presented at that center in terms of the clients who were helped?
1: Yeah, absolutely. We had a video that came across that um, shared stories of hope families who have gone through our transitional housing program and are working directly with the case manager to make life-changing success stories of their own. Since that program has been in existence, we have graduated 22 families into home ownership.
0: That's amazing. That's terrific. After nearly a decade with PATH, I'm sure you can share some of the success stories that you were directly a part of, particularly after the challenges of COVID.
1: COVID was certainly difficult for the families that we serve, um, whether those are seniors or folks who are working in a service industry, because those are some of the industries that were impacted immediately. We turned on a dime and were able to continue our services in a drive-through manner, not the way that we would like to be able to provide services to families, because we focus specifically on creating relationships with families, not just a transaction. But during COVID, we made do the best we could and came out on the other side and learned so much about the resiliency of the community, the donors who stepped up to stand in the gap for those families who were suffering. And it's such an amazing community that we live in, Tyler. Did
0: did PATH learn a little bit about itself during that time?
1: We learned very quickly what our staff's capabilities were. You know, we serve approximately 120 families daily. We're open Monday through Thursday from 8 to 6. So in 10 hours, we were serving 120 families. Well, during COVID, we shrunk our hours to five hours a day and served 120 families. So you can imagine an all-hands-on-deck approach that we had. And so we certainly learned our capabilities.
0: You piloted the rent and utility assistance programs, which are now the largest source of direct financial assistance PATH provides. How did that program evolve?
1: Well, PATH owns 45 properties that we rent out as supportive and transitional housing for families. But what we learned are there are folks who are living in rental properties all over town who face a crisis in their life, a one-time event that they couldn't have planned for. That they were not, they didn't have the savings in order to meet that need. For example, there's a car repair. They've got to get the car repaired so they can get back and forth to work. So those folks come to PATH and we're able to step in and assist with whatever that expense was that they would have had to normally use their rent money to pay. Then we're able to cover that rent for them. So it's certainly a very targeted audience that we help with rent assistance. It's not for folks who won't ever be able to pay their rent because they're upside down on their family budget. But these are families who specifically had an event occur that they couldn't have planned for.
0: Well, one of those events this summer has been opening up your power bill. Utility help has got to be a big part of what you've done this these past months.
1: Sure. You know, in the decade that I've been with PATH, I've seen those utility bills go from an average of about $150 that they need We're now up over $300 that the typical electric bill is that comes in. We've got some great partners that partner with us to provide funding, TXU in particular. We're able to help TXU customers with their bill once a year. We have funding for other utility companies as well, but certainly electric assistance is High on the list of needs of things that folks call us for. About 600 calls a month that we get for utility assistance alone.
0: We've been talking about PATH Week. There are actually lots of ways to support the organization, correct?
1: There are many ways that you can support PATH. What you may not know is that we require 64 volunteers each week to keep our doors open. We have shifts that run from 8 to 1 and 1 to 6 in a multitude of things on a regular basis. But we also have other ways that you can support PATH. You can go onto our website. It's www.pathhelps.org, where you can donate to us for a particular cause or just something in general.
0: The volunteer program, are there volunteers, can just anyone be a volunteer for PATH, or is it something you need to to train for?
1: We have different volunteer levels, so some of them are just one-off volunteer opportunities, whether that's working on one of the properties in our neighborhood, whether that is distributing coats for our Coats for Kids event, or helping through case management or reception services where you're greeting folks that are walking in our door. Some of it needs training. Some of it just needs a willing hand.
0: You were talking about Coats for Kids. Tell us about that program. When does that take place and how does it work?
1: Yeah, Coats for Kids is a program that's been going on for as long as PATH has, where we have families who come to PATH and register to receive coats for their children because they're in need. Whether that's a grandmother who has her three grandchildren living with her, a single mom who has children, we know that coats are expensive. And you can only hand me down those coats so many times. One of the traditions that I had in my family with my two children when they were younger, when we would go to buy their coats, then my son, Jake, would pick out a coat for himself and he'd pick out a second one for Coats for Kids Child. Any final
0: thoughts you'd like to leave us with?
1: I certainly want to thank the Tyler community for standing behind Path for all these years. I believe Mrs. Windsor, would be very proud of the evolution that PATH has taken from the back door of her home in the Azalea District when she was feeding folks out of her kitchen to the 45 properties that PATH now owns and we're helping families transition into homeownership.
0: Our guest has been PATH Executive Director Andrea Wilson. To learn more about the organization, you'll find a link on our website, kvut.org. There you'll also find this interview to hear again or to share. I'm Mike Landis for UT Tyler Radio.